Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sunday edition of the Sideline Junkies. Me, I'm KG. Sitting in with my man Junie for right now. BJ, Delonte, everybody here. All we missing is Jim and, and, and Allen. Hey, man. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. That is BJ Jr. I am initiating him by five to the Sideline Junkies podcast. I'm going to have him read some scripts. So we get him, go get him prepared. That's the way it's supposed to be. It is. What's going on, fellas? Uh, how everybody doing? Good. Doing good, man. Doing good. What's going on? Uh, not much. Y'all ready for fella, me? Fella. Yeah, Big Jim just joined us. Uncle Jimmy's back. What's up? Well, fellas, <laughs> let's dive right into it. It is currently 1225 Eastern Time, week number nine of the NFL is upon us. Let's get these games in. Um, y'all, fellas, like y'all know I like throwing monkey wrenches in, and I'm gonna throw one in early. Um, right after KG, KG, give us the uh results of the Thursday game and everybody's picks. Okay, Thursday, San Francisco, Oakland. Uh, Jim BJ Juni picked Oakland. Y'all took a hell of an L there. Myself and Delonte took San Francisco. Came out looking real good, fresh and so clean. Now on the season, after officially eight weeks in the books, uh, Delonte's still in the lead. 74-41-2. Uh, Junie right behind him, 73-43-2 after an impressive week last week. Beautiful. Uh, Jim then jumped up to third place, 72-41. I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Jim is 73. I got it. I got that wrong. But anyway, Jim's in third place right now. Uh, BJ, 71-45-2. And, and I'm bringing up fourth place, and I'm only four games out of first. So I'm good. I didn't close the gap a little bit. Today is the day that I take over first place. <laughs> Hey, fellas, with that being said, I'm going to throw that monkey wrench in right now. And I'm going to make the picks a little bit more difficult. And with that being said, you have to take – not only can you have to pick the game now, but you have to pick if you're going to take the points with the winner. So let's say the first game, Detroit-Minnesota. Minnesota's a four-and-a-half paper. Are you going to take the points? And that's going to determine also if you win or lose that game. Mm. Mm. That's a hell of a monkey wrench. Hey, that's the monkey wrench. We 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 keep claiming we Vegas boys, so we gotta we gotta step up to the plate, and we gotta pick like Vegas boys, fellas. Let's dive right on into these games. One o'clock games, week nine NFL. We got uh, we got the Detroit Lions going into Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings. And now here, here, fellas, is where you got to pay attention when I say the line and the point spread. The point spread, the point tough for this game is 47 and a half. Minnesota is a four and a half point favorite. So I'll start off. Um, Detroit, basically, I don't know why they gave up on Golden Tate. Uh, that's beyond me. But they just lost a, a weapon. Matthew Savage just lost a weapon. They're going into Minnesota. I'm taking the Vikings 
and I'm taking the points, four and a half points. So that means the Vikings have to win by more than five points for me to win that bet. I'm going to agree with BJ. I was pretty baffled with the Golden Tate trade, um, which basically leaves um, Stafford with virtually no weapons. Um, So it's a no-brainer. Not only am I taking Minnesota, but I'm taking the points as well. I never really liked that point spread. Never really understood it. So just say everything BJ said. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the Vikings. They, they go, they gonna be over four and a half. They go, they probably smashed the uh, line today. So I'm going with the Vikings. I'm gonna go with the Vikings, even though Stephon Diggs is out, but Dalvin Cook will play. But I'm still gonna take the Vikings because Detroit didn't kill themselves. They just shot themselves in the foot with this move. Can y'all hear me, fellas? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. just making sure I switch it, switch to the headset. Hey, B, uh, Junie, don't worry, baby, because it's 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 all in the learning experience for all of us. It's just gonna put another element to picking, and trust me, by next week, once you do a little research and understand what's going on, we you're gonna understand how we're picking. It, it's basically, do you guarantee Minnesota's gonna win by five points? That's that's what it's saying. So. On to our next game, the Kansas City Chiefs going into the dysfunctional Cleveland Browns. In Cleveland, to take on the Browns, the line is 51 and a half points. Kansas City is favored by eight points. Um, I'm going to take that going into Cleveland. Kansas City offense is just too high power. Cleveland um, has the potential, but I just don't they, – you know, they, they can't keep up with the scoring pace of Kansas City. They're not consistent enough right now. So I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes, Kermit the Frog, Tyreek Hill, Kareem Hunt, Sammy, my big toe, Hurt Watkins. I'm taking those boys, taking the Kansas City Chiefs and the eight points over the Cleveland Browns. In the words of the late, great Sammy Davis Jr., I had high hopes for the Browns, but Man, you know, with the whole coaching debacle, you know, in regards to them firing not only Hugh Jackson, but Coach Haley, man, this is we might, you know, be fair witness to another train wreck in Cleveland. It's unfortunate because they have some, you know, they actually have some talented players this year. But, um, man, KC, man, that's that is it's a no brainer. Um, I'm gonna take the points and, you know, and I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. Well, I'm going with the Chiefs also uh, with the point spread. I'm going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs too. Um, That's easy. Uh, Taking the points. I mean, Kevin, I think it's time to five to Winnebago and break out your coaching pad and chalk markers, chalkboard, whatever, because they need an OC. So I wonder who's making these calls for the Browns today. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs. Well, you know what? It's funny you say that, Jim, because I, I was thinking the same thing, and I got my coaching staff already put together. We sitting right here, so <laughs> I mean, hey, everybody gonna eat. Like that's that's what Don said last night. One of us get on, everybody eats. But this is gonna be the first time in quite a few weeks that I'm not picking Cleveland, and it's not. What? I'm not gonna pick Cleveland. I'm not gonna do it. 
I'm, I'm going KC here. I'm sorry. They 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 blew they blew up my hopes. They blew up the team. They they messed everything up. Hey, and just for everybody locally listening, waiting for the the analysts of the Falcons and the Skins, that's going to be the last game. Least, but not, definitely not last. Um, we we're going to bring that up and talk about that. Uh, the final game. Uh, also, the second and last game before that be the Pittsburgh Baltimore game. But we'll keep rolling. And we have uh, next one o'clock game, the New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. The line is 43. Uh, Miami's a three-point favorite. Uh, a tough game to pick because uh, you got Sam Donald on the other side making some good throws, but also making some mistakes. And um, it, it's a division uh, rivalry. Those are always usually good games. Teams play each other twice a year, so they pretty much know each other. Uh, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Miami in the three points. I'm going to say Miami holds home and takes care of the Jets today. I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to roll with Miami as well, although um... – I don't really know. I mean, I don't really have an identity, but you know, for this game today, I'm gonna take the Dolphins and I'm gonna take the points. I think Sam Donald, you know, rookie, you know, he's still hitting that wall, that rookie wall. So it'll be evident today. I got the Dolphins and I'm taking the points. All right, this is when I step away, step away from y'all, step uh, go against y'all. I don't know what to say about the points, but I'm going with the Jets. So that means you're taking the Jets to win outright. So the points ain't going to matter because they're the underdog anyway. So they win, you win, period. Okay, bet. So Jets, Jets, I got you. Thank you, BJ. Well, up oh, there, Jim, go. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm taking the Jets. I think I'm going to just roll with the Jets. And um, what else? Because uh, you said Miami's favored by three, right? Yeah, Miami's favored by three at home. Yeah. So yeah, I'm taking the Jets. They ain't gonna, they ain't gonna cover that. Um, they, damn, I messed up. Um, I still gotta take the three points, right? Even though I picked the Jets. Well, not the Jets. Jets. If you're picking the Jets, and, and ladies and gentlemen, this is we're all learning this. There's a learning curve right here. I think if you're picking the Jets, if they win, you win. Okay, I'm yeah, going with so. You. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna learn this. I'm gonna read up on some. I've been reading up on it, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I just wanted to throw this monkey wrench in. But well, how, how about can I say plus three for the Jets? Then Jets plus three. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. So we'll <laughs> we'll I'll figure that out. But it, here's the thing. I think if you were to bet and. The the see I think when it's plus three I think the the, the the Dolphins have to win by three or more so if the Dolphins were to win twenty nine twenty seven and you bet it on the Jets you would win because the Miami didn't cover the spread you didn't cover anyway okay so so that's I, that's how I understand it but we're gonna read some more into it KG <coughs> excuse me um I'm gonna go ahead and take Miami in this one I I like the way they're playing but I really don't. You don't know what Jets team you're getting week to week, so give me Miami. But that's expected from New York. Don't panic. You got a rookie quarterback. You're kind of sort of starting over. So Miami. Exactly. 
Exactly. I said the same thing, KG. He he looks good. He the, some of the throws he's making look he's a rookie though. And he's going through it and trying to find, you know, their hit hit the, the target he's comfortable with as far as receiver, tight end, and just learning the offense and getting the, the pro speed together. I think, you know, that's all the factor. But he looks he looks decent, man. He, he's, he's, I like everybody say he's a rookie though. So um Next one o'clock game, and this this one right here is going to be hard for me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, going to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Ryan Fitzpatrick is back at the helm in Tampa Bay, so I definitely expect the offense to move. Um, can Carolina keep up? At, at home, they're favored by six. The line's 55 points. I'm going to take... Carolina's going to win the game, but they're not going to cover the six points. I think it's going to be a, a close game. Uh, and it, it might be a borderline shootout. Um, Carolina's funny like that. I think if they can play – they're not funny. They're versatile. I think they can play either type of game. They can play a gutted out, running the ball type game, or they can play shootout once Cam starts, you know, running and getting everybody open – I think they're versatile that way, but I'm taking Carolina, but they're not going to cover the point spread. Okay. Well, here's when I take a chance. Uh, <laughs> I'm a believe in Fitz magic. Um, you know, he was killing it. He came back uh, was it last week against the Bengals and killed it. Almost um, came back and won that game. They almost came back. Yeah. Ashley tied it. Yep. Ashley tied it. Um, I think uh, Fitzmagic, he's going to cement his place as the uh, Buccaneers starting quarterback with his performance today. I got the Buccaneers uh, for the upset. Fitzmagic is back, but they don't now they don't have enough for Carolina. So let's go with Carolina with the points. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Carolina, and I'm going to take the six points. I think Carolina should, may, should be able to do it, even though Fitzmagic is back. We will just have to see if he's um, Fitz-tragic and throws like four interceptions. But we'll see. So I got Carolina with the six. <laughs> if he if Fitzpatrick wins this game, from now on the sideline junks, you got to sing Bruno Mars when you talk about him and tell him it's all about this magic in the air. But I'm, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Carolina. I, I this is Cam Newton we talking about. This is one of the upper echelon quarterbacks, and Christian McCaffrey could get out on this Tampa Bay defense, which I'm really hoping he does. I got him in fantasy, so I really hope Christian McCaffrey gets a lot of touches. And but I I don't see Tampa Bay really rebounding too too tough right now. You got Deshaun Jackson asking for trades and stuff like that. He didn't get traded, so is he gonna play wholeheartedly for the rest of the season? Give me uh, Carolina. I think I think that all depends on if they're winning. He's one of those. If they're winning and he's getting the ball and he gets to go deep and catch the ball and run backwards the last five yards in the end zone, he's happy. If if they got to gut it out and win, he's not getting any passes. He, he's he's not gonna play a hundred percent. He's just one of those guys. I'm still gonna take Carolina in that one, and I think they'll cover. Now on to the the sideline junkies meat and potatoes, and the only reason why I call this the meat and potatoes picks because we have a, a stake in these games. These are our teams. So we first the first irrelevant team we'll talk about. 
Uh, the Chicago Bears are going into Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills. The line is 38 and a half. They got Chicago a 10-point favorite. Um, I'm going to take the Chicago Bears and the 10 points. Um, I think uh, I, I think the main reason why is because Nathan Peterman starting. If Derek Anderson was starting, I would, I would take Chicago, but I, I don't think they would cover the points. I think Buffalo would do enough to – to move their offense to kick some field goals. But with Nathan Peterman starting today, Buffalo cold, Buffalo weather, I'm taking the Bears and that defense and 10 points. I think that defense alone will probably score 10 points today. Uh, You know, will account for 10 points of the Bears scoring. I think uh, (laughs) – I think as I I will start calling him, the notorious – Nathan Peterman will make a presence uh, today. Well, his presence felt it won't be a positive presence. It'll be a negative. <laughs> I got Chicago, and I'm taking the points. It's a no-brainer. Well, this is a a, a no-brainer, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think Nathan Peterman should move to the D.C. area and become a metro worker or either move into commentating. <laughs> Uh, Peterman is not an NFL player. I repeat, not an NFL player. So let's go with the Bears with the points. <laughs> I'm going with the Bears. I'm taking the points. I can't say nothing after that one. <laughs> now I'm going to ask a question. Y'all know Khalil Mack out for this game, right? Don't matter. No, it, don't, it don't matter. It, it don't matter. matter. <laughs> it, it don't matter. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, I, I didn't think it mattered, but like I said last week when we talked, we, we did a preview of this about the Bears playing the Bills. That Bears defense is going to know everything about Nathan Peterman by the first half. They're going to know how his mama doing, how his sister doing. <laughs> they're going to know what grandma cooking for dinner. They're going to know everything about him because they're going to get they're going to be in his face all day. Give me Chicago with this one, no doubt. And they will cover the 10. Bet. All right, now we're going to Baltimore, Maryland. And the mighty Pittsburgh still is coming to town to take on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, 46 uh, is the points. Baltimore's favored by one point. That's not saying much. It's not that, not, definitely not at home. I, I You're supposed to get three for being at home. I think initially this is going to be a close game. But at the end of the day, I know Baltimore has a new weapon in Ty Montgomery. Not playing. Now he's not playing. Nope. No, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, if that's the case, I think it's going to be tight just because of of the rivalry and the home crowd for Baltimore. I think at the end of the day, at second half, third quarter, you're going to see Pittsburgh start pulling away because they have the weapons. You're coming off of what AFC Offensive Player of the Week and James Conner. Yep. So I'm taking Pittsburgh to win outright. I think uh, it, it's it's not the score is not going to look close, but I think it'll be closer. You know, the game will be a uh, 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 tell a different tell of it being closer and Pittsburgh pulling away. I think we're going to be looking at like a, a 35 to 21, 35, 24 Baltimore. I mean, Pittsburgh. I think um, for, first of all, shout out to um, Juni and Jim. Um, I think the Steelers are, finally start to kind of like find their, uh, their footing uh, 
as far as the season goes. I think the Ravens are regressing. Um, although they do have that good defense, I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. Um, I, I think uh, Big Ben and AB is going to be way too much for um, the Ravens. At the beginning of the season, when we first met, um, Pittsburgh was doing a little struggling. We were trying to find ourselves without Le'Veon. But now, who is Le'Veon Bell? <laughs> there goes James Conner. <laughs> so the Steelers take this game in Baltimore. We finally found ourselves without Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I think this is going to be one of, one of them tough physical games today, but Pittsburgh should be hitting about 30 points a game. I would expect them to hit 30, so they still should win. So I'm taking Pittsburgh. You know, my question going into this one is, if Baltimore loses this, do you, now John Harbaugh is already on hot seat. Do you fire him after this game if he loses? Nah, they're not, no, doing, they're not doing that bad. No, I, And as the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got to have some type of uh, – Realism yeah. and know that this team is a better offensive team than Juggernaut. I mean, Baltimore has a good defense, that's why I think it's going to be close. And I think it's just going to be a small pull away. You're not going to see, I don't think you're going to see Pittsburgh just come out and blow them away. But I think at the end of the day, just like the Kansas City Cleveland game, I think the Cleveland defense will keep them in the game for a good amount of the game. But then Kansas City just got too many weapons, and they're just going to start pulling away. And the same thing with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Well, you know something? I don't see Ozzie Newsom in his last season as GM. I don't see him firing one of his head coaches that has not had a bad record. I don't see that going through. So, But they will lose this game. Give me Pittsburgh in this one, no doubt. And I think it'll be a, a, a pretty good – I think it'll be about – a 28-24 type Pittsburgh win. Okay, okay. Um, final 1 o'clock game on the slate. The Atlanta Falcons are coming to Maryland. They're coming to Maryland and coming to Landover to take on the 5-2 first place NFC East sitting Washington Redskins. Uh, we got 47 points. The Redskins are only favored by two points. Uh Washington comes in this lane, uh, in this game ranking, uh, sporting the number four ranked defense in the league. Um, ATL, I'm looking for ATL. You got to scroll to the bottom of the list, number 30. Then my question is, will the offensive coordinators of Washington take advantage? Will they take shots today? Will they get Jordan Reed at least eight to ten targets this game? We know Chris Thompson can do out the backfield. We know what AP can do out in the backfield. All right? We got ha-ha Clinton Dix coming to town to, to strengthen the Department of Defense. He got a corner office with a bay window. I think that's going to help them. It, 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 he couldn't have came at a better time. You got Julio Jones. You got Calvin Ridley. They got weapons on that offense. I'm going to take Washington. I'm going to say they're going to cover today. Um, I think it's. I, I think we all know Washington can't get in a shootout. I think it has to be a defensive control, running the ball, take shots down the field, keep Atlanta on the heels. Don't let them come crowd the box for AP 
or you know, you know, uh, Chris Thompson out of the out of the backfield. Don't let them wait for that. Take your shots downfield. I think Washington's going to come out of this game 24-17, and they're going to cover that two points. Um, aside from the fact that the Skins have a very impressive defense this year, that running attack with Thompson and Peterson, I think it's going to be too much for Atlanta to handle. Um, I'm taking the Skins, and I'm taking the points for it. I think ATL's offense going to be too much for the Skins. So, Going with the ATL Falcons. Uh, I'm going with the Redskins. I think they're going to cover. I'm with you, Junior. I kind of want to take the Falcons because I think they probably they probably be the day they just show up and show out, and they're going to be like, everybody's going to ask the question, uh, where have you been all season? But uh, hopefully not today. I'm going with the Redskins. Uh, this is not even really a tough game for me, and I think the line is pretty – pretty accurate um two points but with ha ha clinton dicks coming and him and swearinger who are already friends and they already train together and then their inspiration is the late great sean taylor that that just right there That's something ain't it yeah and you got two safeties back there that can you know drop back in the zone and, and you know cause plays but now not only that but you have a young safety of Monte Nicholson looking up to these two older guys now. So he's going to get a little bit more experience and they're going to be in and out. I just, I love the way this defense plays. This defense makes my heart flutter because I love it. Now, if the offense can do that today where they can, you know, be like, all right, I see y'all like we should be. Hey, it's not even going to be a, a chance for uh, Atlanta to do anything. I think the Redskins to jump up to six and two. Continue that stranglehold on the NFC East, and they forget covering. I think they're gonna do something pretty, pretty, pretty daggone good today. I think they they're gonna dominate on defense and show what we're made of. I can take it, Redskins, twenty-one to six. Jesus Christ! Okay. Hmm. Hey, well, sideline junkies, that's it for the early games. The pickums for the early games. Uh, the next episode of the podcast will be up um, before the 4 o'clock games for the later games and uh, 8 o'clock and Monday night game. Thank you for joining us. Uh, for myself, BJ, Delonte, Junie, Jim, KG, all the fellas, appreciate you joining us for the week early games. Like I said, stay tuned. That, that episode will be up right before the um, the next episode we're going to do. It will be up right up before the uh, early games shoot off at 4 o'clock. So, hope you enjoyed it. SidelineJunkies247.com Look for us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're all over the place. We're international. Actually, we're not international. We're we're local right now. We're trying to get international. How about that? And don't forget to set them lineups. Set those lineups. You got nine minutes, ladies and gentlemen. If you're listening to this, it's way too late. But we just telling you now. <laughs> we just telling you right now. You had nine minutes. It's twelve fifty one to set your lineups. We not live, so. But you listening to this? You lost money today. So, everybody enjoy your one o'clock games. Stay tuned for the next episode.